Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back, hour number two, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In the first hour, we were talking a running back and quarterback breakdown of the rankings, projections for week four from Justin Boone, Chris Meany, and of course, our guy, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, and here's where they were at. So if you missed any of it, and you're listening on demand, go back to the first hour and get that. And here is the summation of the running back and quarterback rankings. Week 14 fantasy the football. The thing is, the Broncos' defense is not as fearsome as people wanted to believe it is. Actually, the past defense this entire year hasn't been that fearsome with or without Aqib Tlaib. And I know Aqib Tlaib is back, but at the same time, all right, so I downgrade Jermaine Curse a little bit here, but... In fact, the way the way McCown's playing, the way this offense is, you know, I said this during the show and on target as well. Is we you asked the question? I think it was you who said, "Is there an assistant?" Or maybe it was Joe about the assistant to coach awards. Said Sean McVay ran away with coach of the year a couple weeks ago. But if there's one for assistant coach for offensive coordinator, what Morton is doing with this team, with Josh McCown, with this offense, and basically a mess at the running back position, I, there's it's hands down in my opinion, it should be him. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He spent some time with some some pretty talented offensive minds, and Sean Payton being one of them. Yeah, I mean, fantastic stuff what's going on there with the Jets. Derek Carr is the only guy else I want to bring up with you. I mean, it's a pretty good matchup, one of his better games this season. I mean, you're shaking your head a little bit. He's been consistent lately. Um, with no Amari Cooper, you know, what would this do for you with Derek Carr? Are you assuming uh, you know, that Cooper thing- plays? Well, part of it is I don't expect Cooper to play. There's already, he still hasn't even been out there or cleared yet, so it sounds like it's very unlikely that he will. The other factor here is, you know, if you look at the past, Michael Crabtree struggled against Marcus Peters. And I know Marcus Peters doesn't travel to either side of the field, and I know he's having a down year. It started with week one of the season. He's having a down year. But at the same time, it's more about Derek Carr. It's, I've said this since day one of his career, and you know this, is I think he's a better real-life quarterback than he is fantasy. And if you look at the numbers, it bears that out. He's not a QB1 in fantasy. He doesn't throw for 4,500 yards and 30-plus touchdowns. He's a great quarterback in real life. When it comes to fantasy, he's just not in that upper echelon, despite how many times people want to push him up there, just like how many times people want to push Amari Cooper into the top 10 conversation at wide receiver. Yeah, fair enough. One guy who uh, I have in this range that, that Jake doesn't is Deshaun Kaiser. Interesting. Might, I was going to bring him up. Might seem a little strange, but obviously with Josh Gordon back, it increases his ceiling. We've seen him deliver on his ceiling, yes. actually, at least a couple times over the last month. Um, you know, he can run a little bit. Now that offense could open up. You know, we saw Gordon come back, and we'll talk about him in the, the wide receiver section, but 
Gordon looked pretty good. Um, so we could see something from, from Kaiser this week. Jake, just surprisingly, I mean, 14, 15 fantasy points, 24 fantasy points, 7 against Jacksonville, 20 against the Bengals, and then last week 14 against uh, the Chargers. He can run, too. I mean, he's using his legs. He has those rushing touchdowns in the league. No? No dice? <laughs> Well, I have him at 22, but that's it. It's just the rushing upside. I don't think he's the multiple touchdowns. I just don't know how can you bank on that. If you looked at, I agree, Josh Gordon, he's a must start now in your fantasy playoffs. But the problem was Josh Gordon would have probably finished with a top 10 wide receiver performance, if not specifically for Deshaun Kaiser, <laughs> not true. knowing how to throw the ball. He missed him on like a 50 yard stretch. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the biggest problem. It's like I think that most of the volume is going to be whatever Josh Gordon finishes with, with about 30, 40% the rest of his receivers, including the tight end with Njoku. But I really, basically, if he's going to finish in the top 15, and I know that's not what we're talking about, but if he's going to get to that range, as you've seen from his game log, it's going to come with significant rushing numbers. Yeah. And if there are Stafford owners, if Stafford ends up being out, we find out later in the week and they're looking, I do think Kaiser is a streaming option. Did you go Kaiser or Garoppolo? I've Garoppolo a little bit Garoppolo. higher. Yeah. Great job with the guys' rankings. Make sure you check it out. Head over iTunes, Google Play if you missed the first hour and get the beginning of those rankings. They did an amazing job. We'll come back. We'll get you more fantasy football. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports <laughs> Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. 
I owe the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules, can stop the pain, and get you the best deal. We connect you with a team of former IRS agents and tax professionals who will get the IRS off your back. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Call Tax Solutions now. Time is running out. Call 800-910-9962. Join the family at Model Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Models and sign up for our MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Moe's. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and we are here absolutely getting it done. I'll tell you right now, you want to get it done, you want to rock it out, you got to get the best in the business. The way you do it is you get Jake Seeley and Chris Minnie and Justin Boone from the score in Toronto, Canada. You give them a microphone and you give them a camera. You can check them out if you want to see their pretty faces on YouTube at FNTSY Sports Network. That is the way to go. But, got them here on the Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome here are the men. Sports Network Studios. And here Continue are the men getting it done like nobody's business. Subscribe to our Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page. Chris Mean alongside Justin Boone from The Score. Catch all of Justin's rankings, thescore.com. You see Jake Seeley, the big smile on his face. Uh, check the link for the latest and see the full screen here because uh, you are not giving away T-shirts, but <laughs> no. you're selling them. Selling now. Check the link for the latest. You see the Stormtrooper there rocking the tee. Yep, I would. Hey, I would love to give them away, but I don't have that kind of money yet. So maybe if I sell a bunch of them, I can. But yeah, the, the links on there. If you go to check the link, if you go to the rankings link, which we'll have in there, that there's a part where you can find out how to PayPal me the money, tell me your address and size, and I'm gonna get them out in time for Christmas. Nice, just in time for Christmas. Justin and myself, we are waiting for one for sure. Could Again. you imagine some like ten-year-old kid opening? Check the what the what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a, like a, a father buying like three T-shirts for his for his children, and they open the shirt like check the link. Like what is this? You mean, Not to mention, I have no football. idea what eight-bit like the eight-bit version of the link is. <laughs> uh, fantastic stuff. Again, we're talking half-point PPR rankings. If there's a guy that we don't get to, first of all, you're probably 
really in a lot of trouble, but congratulations for getting this far. Week 14 of the fantasy football playoffs for most people. Check the link for the latest half point, full point, whatever it is, standard. Let's get right into it, Jake. Let's talk wide receivers. Antonio Brown, uh, got to be up at the top. I don't think we could say that for you know all three of us last week. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you anybody who took him first is pretty happy. Antonio Brown, number one. Keenan Allen, who on a hot streak there. DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, and Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, should we remind people how we treat Mondays? I mean, obviously that was concerning. You hear reports before Sunday that this guy, you know, potentially could not play. And you hope that nobody yeah. missed out on the playoffs by losing that game because they sat Brown. That would be awful. Is that the bottom line here, Jake? I mean, you just play your studs. Despite you moving him down a little bit in the rankings, it doesn't mean that you're benching him. It just means that he may not finish his wide receiver one. Just kind of like some safety there, but you play well, your studs. To a degree. You know, I, I hedged and put him down to 16 because it was basically the 15 people in front of him or ones that are saying, you know what, if I get an 80% Antonio Brown even playing at 1 o'clock, these are guys I would have a debate with and consider starting over him in general. So that's how I was treating it. Like, let's say he plays and he's only 80%. All right, well, I would obviously start DeAndre Hopkins over him. So that's why I put him around 16. That's where I didn't even do – that one was one thing that wasn't projections. That was just an open discussion of this is who I would feel comfortable playing with a less than 100% Antonio Brown. Unfortunately, he looked like he was close to 100%, and this is the kind of thing you have to deal with. If you ever have a Monday night game scenario like this, whether it's the rest of the season, whether it's next year, the rest of your life, and you can go into that game and get a backup plan instead and have Juju Smith-Schuster, which got tossed out of the game, so that was different. But even a Brandon LaFell, if you can just wait for Antonio Brown, this is why you wait if possible. But if Antonio Brown was the only person playing for you in the Monday night game, I can understand how some people might have had him on the bench. Yeah. Thoughts? Agree? Unfortunate, but, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the way you got to play it. Jake nailed it. Yeah, you got to put these guys into your flex as well if you have that flex spot. Okay, oh, Larry yes. Fitzgerald, yeah, just have the flex, and that way you could, I mean, if he didn't go, and you mentioned Boyd, I mean, Jesse James perhaps, just get somebody in there from that Martavis game. Martavis was out there at least on a bunch of uh, yeah, waiver wires. Absolutely. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald inside your top ten, I like it. I agree with this. Larry's been fine. Uh, no matter who's the quarterback in Arizona, and can pretty consistent. I mean, at least eight targets in, in six straight games and, you know, at least nine catches in three of his last four. Then the one bad game he had was against Jacksonville. Let's give him a pass there. 12 fantasy points, 21, 24, 6, and 25 in full-point PPRs. Do you have him as a, a top 10 wide receiver? Or I have him just outside at 11, actually. Okay. And, yeah, I mean, that, that's the way to attack the Titans. They're, they've shown that they're pretty good against the run, but against the pass, they're definitely vulnerable, and, and Larry's going to get a lot of work this week. All right. Let's move on. You're playing all these guys. Let's Thielen finally didn't have a game with five catches. He had four, but, I mean, <laughs> he's still fine. He's still playing. What? And that's why he's in the top ten. It's just the catches every single week. It's half-point PPR. But, yeah, all right. Wait, 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 wait. Let's before, get, let's, before we get Just before we it's, move on, he's interested Tyreek Hill. You have Tyreek Hill in here. I don't. Um, I just wow. want to bring up Evan Silva. I know he had a huge game last week. Uh, Evan Silva, obviously, of Roto World. Uh, he's brought up those weird home road splits that Hill has. Um, you know, in away games, like last week, obviously he had the huge game. He's been a top 20 receiver uh, fantasy in every uh, away game. But in home games, he's only cracked the top 30 once this year, and it was 29. So bizarre. Maybe it's just by chance. Who knows? Um, Can you tell there's something I want to say? Yeah, <laughs> he, something's on the tip of his tongue. He's just like... All right, Dude, go for it, Jake. Like, I know, I know, I know. You know what it is. He's just boom or bust. This is exactly what Tyreek Kill is. No, it's going to be what we said yesterday. Joe Pizapia, credit to him. What did he say, Chris? If Brandon Cooks can torch and get behind this defense, I'm pretty dang on sure that Tyreek Hill can do the same thing. 
It's true. He did say that. No doubt. And I, I can't even fathom what would cause splits like that. It's very strange. And I still have him as a, a high, a, a very high-end uh, wide receiver, too, here. So it's not like I'm moving him all the way out of the top 30 or anything crazy like that. But just a little bit lower on him in this home matchup. Maybe we'll just blame it on Andy Reid. It's very possible. We could blame well, a lot of Well, they do run. Andy they Reed. haven't. They have been running more at home. But now they're not running. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> Weird. Um, okay, Hill is one of those guys, though, when I say boom or bust, like in the daily community, I just can never play this guy in cash. Like... Just because I just I know that he can just lay an egg at some uh, even with the targets have been there pretty consistent, but you're playing him regardless. All right, for sure. Eleven to twenty. Eleven to twenty. He just made me think of like a touchdown celebration. Some dude pretending he's laying an egg. All right. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's done that yet. Eleven through twenty. Mike Evans, Alshon Jeffrey, Des Bryant, Jarvis Landry, Devonte Adams, Michael Crabtree, Josh Gordon. Robbie Anderson, Golden Tate, and Sterling Shepard, who just, we got news about, Chris. Yeah, we do. He did not practice today because of a hamstring injury, and his teammate Odell Beckham Jr., if he didn't get hurt, he probably would have had a touchdown celebration like that, much closer <laughs> to the one where he just lifted his leg and squatted all over the Eagles. Uh, Somebody should do, like, the entire thing, like, they're going through the bathroom, like, pull up the newspaper, pull, you know, do, like, toilet paper, and I'm surprised give, we haven't seen it Give it, it time. Yet. Give it time. Yeah, I'm sure we'll time. see it. Josh Gordon, this high for you? We needed to see it. 11 targets. We joked about Kaiser earlier, four catches, 85 yards. Not a lot of wide receivers have put up those kind of numbers against the Chargers. He did pretty good. Yes. Caught the first pass of the game as well. Yeah, I have him in, I, and I think that's probably something where they wanted to get him involved right away. Right away. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to make him feel comfortable, get right into it. I'm in the same range. I'm in 21, so just outside uh, there. But, yeah, I mean, he's back. I mean, we saw everything we needed to see from him last week in a very tough matchup. He's out there. We have guys on, on the Chargers saying that he's the best receiver. I think Hayward came out and said he's the best receiver he's faced this year. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's a great story. And one thing I think is worth mentioning here, too, is everyone on Twitter that is still taking shots at John, just get over it. Grow up. The guy, he had a drug and alcohol problem. He's back now. And he's getting his life straight. Um, it's so a let him story. do it. It's a great story. Yeah, it's Leave really, it really good story. So I, I hate seeing that stuff. I hate when people message that stuff at me. I, I would stop that altogether and just be happy that he can be started. Like Jake said uh, before, he can be started and he should be in your lineup in the fantasy playoffs. Jake, what I'm is, laughing and smiling because I think this is the angriest face I've ever think I've seen you have, Chris. Yeah, well, leave Josh Gordon alone. I mean, it's it is. It's a it's a good story. He's back. You you and we haven't seen this guy in a long, long time. No. Yeah, I mean, and I'm rooting for him. You know this. Yeah. I was just rooting for him for next year, just because I don't want to spend every single day talking about him from now until the end of the season. <laughs> Let, let's say he scores two touch, two or three touchdowns oh, in God. the final. I mean, where is this guy going to go next year in drafts? People. Love oh, he's going to be a wide receiver one in next year's drafts. Yeah, he. Yeah. he really. Even is. even let's put let's say that's his game log last week from here through the rest of the season doesn't even score a touchdown yeah. that game log being on the Browns playing with the Sean Kaiser he will be a wide receiver one pick next year we'll get to Coleman in a little bit but spoiler alert I mean I don't see him inside your top 40 I mean he didn't do anything in, in spoiler that. alert Deshaun Kaiser doesn't see him while he's on the field yeah all right so here we go week 14 what a crazy year uh, you, you probably drafted I mean some people drafted Josh Gordon yeah. With the chance, like, the, yeah, he may not even step on the football field this year. And here you are playing in week 14. They're getting rewarded. Uh, I like it. Robbie Anderson, good to go. Shepard, I suppose. We'll have to really keep an eye on him, Jake. Everybody else in this range. Justin, is there anybody else that you want to talk about in this range? They're, they all seem to be good to go. Des in, in a matchup with no Jenkins, where normally in the past we would really fade him against the Giants. Yeah, Devonta Adams yeah. has a tough matchup uh, going against Jason McCourty, who's played pretty well defending number ones this year. So that would be the only guy in that range that I might have a little bit of trepidations about. Yeah, he did well against Hawkins. 
Hopkins earlier in the year too. I think women. Hmm. Hopkins, AJ chances. Green too. Yeah. Jake we Sabre. have breaking news too. Oh, breaking news. Michael Crabtree, I got questions. Why do I have him so high? Well, double thumbs up now. Marcus Peters has been suspended for Sunday's game. For the oh, flag wow. tossing? The flag. Yep. All right. Yeah, Crabtree, I was writing about him earlier for um, Fantasy Football's the DFS pass and just six touchdowns in like eight, nine games this season. He's been pretty consistent. So, uh, Crabtree, you'd move him up, you said? A couple spots? Uh, I don't know if I maybe get ahead of no. Devontae Adams for the point that Justin just made. But he's probably that's probably the only spot I'd move him up to. It was just one spot. What about your boy Derek Carr? <laughs> well, you did no. mention Peters when no. you were talking about Carr. <laughs> I said, but I also said he hasn't been playing that great. It's okay. Amari Cooper's still not out there. You talk to me if Amari Cooper gets back out there, despite how terrible his season's been on Friday, then we'll talk about moving to Derek Carr up. Right. Agreed. I agree with that too. And it's amazing, you know, the game that. Cooper had against KC earlier in the year over 200 yards, because 19 targets. That's not going to happen. Here's man. the thing. Maybe it's Crabtree's turn. Yeah. We're going to get to it at tight end, but Jared Cook in another good matchup, guess what? That means he's not showing up. Like, the rest of his schedule is good matchup, bad matchup, good matchup, which means he's not going to show up, he's going to show up, and then he's not going to show up again. Yeah, we called it. We've been saying it all year with Cook. We... Yeah, Cook, a big, big disappointment for fantasy owners to be off the wagon this week. I'll tell you right now. You know, last week was the week that people played Cordell Patterson and Seth Roberts. If Amari Cooper ain't playing, those guys are in play this week. Those guys are in play. So, let's not get away from that. Come back, we'll grab more rankings from the guys, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind on the Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Does your fantasy football team suck? <laughs> Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? <laughs> I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. 
I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? Dick Butkus. Phrasing. Boom! Hmm. Huh. Duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with a fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Here are the guys, Jake Seeley, Chris Mini, and Justin Boone breaking down wide receivers and tight ends on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Who could be better than these guys? Yeah, he had every opportunity last week with both of those guys not there. He didn't do anything. Let's stick, uh, let's go back to wide receivers. Uh, let's move a little bit higher. I know you do have Golden Tate. Just for people who you know didn't catch the other video, Golden Tate, what you said, it's just easier completions for Stafford. Let's go to 21 to 30. Yeah, 21 to 30 is Doug Baldwin, T.Y. Hilton, Marquise Goodwin, Marquise Lee, Jamison Crowder, Cooper Cup, Marvin Jones, Stephen Diggs, Devin Funches, Demarius Thomas, and yeah, I'll just beat you to the punch here. If, you don't, if you're watching this video without watching the running backs and quarterbacks, 
This is all contingent on the fact that I'm severely concerned about Matthew Stafford. As of today, we're taping this Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, that's fair. Keep an eye on Stafford. Certainly, if he doesn't play, um, that's not good news for anybody in this offense. Uh, there was Fire up. It's, it's Christmas time. Jake, the red, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed. Uh, yikes. Um, but you're right. It is the season. But Doug Baldwin? 21? Uh, yeah. You were low on Wilson, so where do you have Baldwin? I have Baldwin at 23. Okay. I think he's facing a real tough matchup. Not totally sure how they're going to go at it, but we could even see Ramsey move and just right. shadow him the whole time for sure. Um, yeah, definitely worrisome and, I mean, way lower than we would normally rank Doug Baldwin. Yeah, Jake. Well, that could change too. I mean, here's the, so there's two things here. Is this with the, what Larry Fitzgerald was like, oh, he's out of the slot. That's why you cannot be concerned about it. Well, guess what? Jalen Ramsey said, screw you guys. I'm <laughs> dropping into the slot and covering Larry Fitzgerald that game. The one thing is that might not happen, one. And then, two, Jalen Ramsey mispracticed yesterday being Tuesday. So now, I mean, Jalen Ramsey being out, that's a potential concern. Yeah, he's been, you know, limited in practice for a few weeks now. I feel like he's been bothered by a, a couple things, but still. They got a couple other half-decent corners there as well, though. They're A.J. Fine. Bouye yeah. and, and Coleman, yeah, they'll, yeah, they should be okay. But that's the thing is, I don't, Bouye, is, he won't. I don't think he will ever come no, down wouldn't to the slot. No, um, okay, a couple other guys in this range. I mean, Marquis Lee, we joke about him, and people dropped him all over the place because he went against Patrick Peters and it did nothing. Uh, and then last week he was just fine. I feel like he's still available in leagues. And then Marquis Goodwin, the hot pickup. Jake, what'd you see last week with him and Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, eight targets, caught them all, and had 99 yards. And not just what I notice, uh, I didn't get your thoughts as well, is that they weren't just taking shots at them downfield like we've seen in the past. I mean, there was a couple short yardage throws, a couple 20-yard completions from him, and he looked good with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, for all those people that are like the TLDR, too long, didn't read, and want to just skip right down to the rankings and not see where I have him as a sleeper. So to your point, it's the eight of eight targets receiving all of them. As we're talking about somebody that we're saying, hey, he gets two or three catches, 70, 80 yards. Well, now you're getting eight of eight on top of that, the 99. And by the way... The Houston Texans, more 40-yard receiving plays than anybody else in the league giving up. Guess what Goodwin was already doing? That's <laughs> yeah. what we were just talking about. He was already giving you the big plays. And now you're going to talk about potentially getting to double-digit targets with Garoppolo against this defense? I, I, I don't know how people aren't on board with him this week. Yeah, I mean, a quick look at his last four games. Two for 68, one for 83 and a touchdown, four for 78, and then the eight for 99. It, He's definitely a guy that needs to be owned and somebody that I think should be in your lineup this week and probably next week they have another good matchup as well. Yeah, I would play this guy in cash. If you look at daily, he's, he's really cheap. He's certainly on FanDuel. I, I would play him. And there's upside with Garoppolo, right? We don't totally know what Garoppolo's ceiling is here, so it could even keep getting better. And the Fantasy Bros consensus, Jake, with these two guys, I mean, Lee's at 30 and Marquise Gooden's at 29, so you're obviously higher on these guys. Uh, everybody else in this range, I'm interesting that um, Jones is 14. So early rankings aside, I know we'll keep an eye on, on the status of Stafford, but so far people are just giving Jones um, the benefit of the doubt here. And then the other guy that's a little bit different is Jamison Crowder, 19. You have him at 25. Tough matchup, but still not a lot of options there for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, in the middle of the field is where you exploit the Chargers until Perryman came back, and is, they've been doing better. Perryman's I still think awesome. that if you're looking for anybody in this game, it is Crowder, but... Similar to P. Ryan in the rankings, like if the Redskins want any chance of winning this game with the fact that they almost got Cousins killed last week because of this offensive line and that it's not much better this week in the way the Chargers get after the quarterback, you're going to want to run the ball a little bit more and get some type of balance to try and hopefully keep Cousins upright for most of the game. And if you're trying to get the ball out of his hands quickly, well, it's Jameson Crowder. So I'm, I'm not very high on Doxson, as you'll see. And he's also got Casey Hayward. 
I think that, you know, if you want it, Crowder's the option, but at the same time, they have improved over the middle of the field. So it's not just a lock that he's going to do well. Right. I actually have some, we didn't touch on Cousins. I have a little bit of concerns. You mentioned almost getting killed. I mean, he's been sacked 10 times in the last couple of weeks and at least four times in five of his last seven. He's thrown picks in five of his last seven games. The line does not look good. We brought it up last week, Jake, is that there's been over 20 combinations in his offensive line in yeah. Washington. And do you have any concerns with this offense? I mean, I think even P. Ryan, I mean, Cousins was getting smacked around and Pirine was missing some assignments last week. Hey, you really hope that they're going to come in with a game plan where they're going to try to lean on Pirine and take advantage of the, the weak running game there, or at least that's the spot to attack them. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely worries. Looking at the, you know, the two edge rushers are definitely going to cause some havoc on that line. Um, and and great, great secondary as well. So it, it is a problem. And, I once again, it's always who else do you have? Who are you going to play over Cousins? But I have them outside of my, uh, my QB1 range this week. Yeah, and in case you didn't see the video, as does Jake, um, he's got him at, at um, where do you got him? 14. Wow. So, all right. Uh, let's go a little bit deeper here in the wide receivers. All right, here we go. What are we at? 31 now? Yeah, 31. Mohamed Sanu, Ted Ginn, Sammy Watkins, Deshaun Jackson, Emmanuel Sanders, Danny Amendola, Jermaine Kearse, Nelson Aguilar, Martavis Bryant, and Mike Wallace. What's your thoughts here with Amendola with no Gronk? And earlier in the year when there was no Gronk, Danny Amendola had one of his better games. I have a hard time rolling him out there, especially in a must-win situation, but certainly you're higher on him. I know. No, every single non-Gronk game, he puts up numbers. It's I just know. a fact. That's where the, the targets end up going and who absorbs them. If people are going to be talking about, you know, a tight end to step up and who's it going to be, Dwayne Allen. And, like, well, come on, we saw that before. It's Danny Amendola who see, is the beneficiary. Now, I find it very hard to trust him as well, but this is also a range when you go to the projections and it's a half-point PPR. Talk about six catches, 50 yards or so. You're going to fall into this range. Yeah, that's fair. The consensus on him is 50 um, what's your thoughts on Namandola? Slightly lower, but the exact same range, just around 40. And, yeah, a guy that you don't want to trust, but he's a guy that you can definitely put in there. And when you're looking at a guy in that range, grabbing somebody in a high-scoring offense is always a smart play. Yeah, that total is one of the highest totals on the board. Really, that's the only difference here in this range, Jake, is – it's the big gap with Danny Amendola. You wouldn't get as crazy if there was no Stafford to play Danny Amendola over like a, a guy like maybe Jones, would you? I wouldn't go that far now. Okay, we just want to make sure because I know that people are wondering about that. And Danny Amendola and the Patriots, you know, a lot of questions of you know why you have Danny Amendola ranked so high. <laughs> if you start Danny Amendola over Marvin Jones for your fantasy playoffs, you have bigger stars than I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, and you're just going to watch that championship belt go to somebody else in your league most likely. Uh, come on, man. It's Danny Amendola. He, he gets it done every once in a while. Uh, I agree with those guys. It might happen, but never confuse the result with the decision. And that would be a poor decision. Stay tuned for more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. Are you 
struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback. And it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley, I got Sammy Reed, I got Gary Davenport. I got championships and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the tenth straight time. You know why? Because once you go black book, you never go back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. It's fantasy football season right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So make sure you tune into the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy with myself, Jake Seeley, and Wall Street Matt Medica. If we were a hip-hop group, we'd be like Migos because we're popping right now. Tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m. East. Rankings, projections, ADP talk, and we take your phone calls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. East, every weekday morning, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada, and we got the guys putting their rankings together. Here's what we got. 
with Chris Meany, Justin Boone, and Jake Seeley talking wide receivers and tight ends. Martavis Bryant is certainly interesting, I suppose, with no Juju Smith-Schuster. He's probably available in some leagues. It is a tough matchup, Jake, though. Um, what's your thoughts here? Uh, for which one? For Martavis with no Juju. Oh, Martavis. Yeah, that's the thing is, though, Jimmy Smith is out. And right. you saw Jeez. even... Yeah, and you saw last week that Ben Roethlisberger actually looked at Martavis Bryant a good amount of times, even before Juju came out of the game for that hit. So I think that you look – or not, he didn't even come out of the game, did he? No, no he, he wasn't he, no, he wasn't even ejected. No, he, he, was, yeah, he wasn't been, even but... ejected. That was the absurd part about it. So the, the point standing is he was going to Martavis to begin with, and he was looking for him downfield. Now you have no Juju Smith-Schuster out there, so he's back to the number two. I still always have trouble trusting him because he's had this opportunity multiple times before, and the matchup's not that great. That's why he's in this range. Because even without Jimmy Smith, there's still a strong defense. But that's why he's – because, you know, where he's at right here, he could come out of this game with four catches for 100 yards. He could also come out of this game with two for 13. Yeah, we know he's very boomer bust. Yeah, and he's been living in that four-catch for 40-yard range the last three or four weeks. So that potential for that big game is there, and this could be the spot we could actually see it. i got to give some props to Sammy Watkins, too. I have him ranked right around where Jake has him here. Um, you know, four touchdowns in his last five games. last week that he got one. Yeah, he got, and that's been keeping him afloat. The yardage, uh, you know, hasn't been there every single week, but he's been getting in the end zone. Um, and with Woods out, obviously that's helping him a little bit. Um, you know, I don't want to go too crazy with him, but as a wide receiver three, as a flex bay who has a ton of upside, we know, um, he's a guy that I wouldn't mind having in my lineup in that spot. What'd you think of the juice? Yeah, he got one catch for 12 or 13 yards when Patterson was on him. The, the thing that happened with Peterson that was on him, the fact is, is Patrick Peterson, when he moved away from him, that's when he got the other two catches, Go one figure. going for a touchdown. Go figure. Yeah. yeah. yeah sometimes teams just get too cute. What do you think of the Juju, the Juju hit? We had this, uh, not a heated discussion, but we thought about, we talked about it yesterday. On our I'm time. interested. Yeah, I, I'm interested too. Cause, yeah, I ahead. just don't understand why he stood over him like that. If he didn't do that, if he just Perfect. laid the hit, then he would have been fine. You know, I get the, the taunt probably wins him favor in the locker room, but it was just foolish to do, especially in a primetime game when all the eyeballs are on you. It's a really, really dumb move on so his part. So do you part. think the hit was fine? I think that I, I do. I am okay with that hit, yeah. I do think throwing that block he is... Caught his he caught the only one. And Joe and I were in the same situation as you, is, or what you just said, is that we thought the hit was fine. Obviously, when you slow it down, you see a little bit of a, a helmet-to-helmet there, but just a little bit. I thought he, le- I thought he led with the shoulder, and I he think did. the suspension came because of what you just said. He, he stood well, they over They said it. it was a factor. Look, look. Intent and result are two different things. I it obviously led with the shoulder, and he tended probably not to do it. But once the helmet catches the jaw, you see the helmet move back. You caught him right in the range where the mask meets the helmet. You have to put that there. It was helmet to helmet. But the thing was, is what Chris is alluding to, Justin, as I said this yesterday on the show, I like the taunting. I don't like the hit. I actually <laughs> like the fact that he stood over because... It is perfect. And you know what? Perfect for all those people out there who said he had it coming. I don't want to see, look, the helmet, the helmet, right. I don't want to see it coming. If he would have caught him in the chest and depleted him, I would have been celebrating. And I wanted, if he would just depleted him by hitting him in the chest, thumbs up on the taunt because that guy deserves it. I like the smack talk. I think that's great. I like the celebrations. I like the fun. If you can't handle the smack talk, get the hell off the professional football field. But that's where I'm okay with it. I have a real problem when anytime I know the intent wasn't there, supposedly. 
But anytime you make that kind of contact and you can risk somebody's health, that's where my problem comes in. See, I For thought sure. we go the other way. I thought maybe he wouldn't be okay with the taunting and the hit would be all right. No, I How love about the, the attempted ankle lock by Burfick yeah. too, after <laughs> taking the hit. I know. Where he tried to grab him, take him down. Um, yeah, I don't want to be that guy either that said he had it coming, but you know what? He kind of had it coming. You want it to be clean for sure. You don't want to see anything too dirty where yeah. I mean, people if get If you dunk hurt. on somebody and they fall to the floor, you're going to stand over them for a half a second. Yeah, and, and you're when right. When it's perfect. And when it's perfect and you're a stealer, you definitely are. And you're right. He probably got a couple, like, little shoulder taps and high fives in the in the locker room. Oh, absolutely. As a rookie coming in? As heated as that rivalry has been. I would been. last a half a game in the NFL. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> drilled. You'd be crushed for all your taunting, man. People would just. I would be. Cause yeah. I'd be I, I told you, I only played safety. I would be the dude that stood over somebody. And somebody would lay me out two seconds later. Fair enough. That's I could definitely see you throwing a flag into the crowd. I definitely could see you doing that. Oh, <laughs> pulling a Peters. I've never seen you on a golf course, buddy. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I, I've uh, hit a couple in the water, and I've taken an entire sleeve of balls and just dumped them all into the water. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, those golf balls are expensive, man. I get upset when I lose balls in the water. Okay, let's go a little bit deeper here. 41 to 50. 41, Kenny Stills, Jeremy Macklin, Devontae Parker, Josh Doxson, Amari Cooper, D.D. Westbrook, Corey Davis, Dontrell Inman, Corey Coleman, and Rashard Matthews. I even had a problem drafting, putting Corey Coleman there. Yeah, no kidding. Um, a lot of interesting names here for sure. I agree. Wallace has kind of surpassed Macklin over the past couple weeks, hasn't done a whole lot. Parker's been extremely frustrating. He hasn't done a whole lot. Doxson, we talked about we talked about him with the, with the matchup. Cooper, we've already brought up several times. D.D. Westbrook is really interesting to me, getting a lot of play, getting a lot of targets. And... I guess we'll go to you first, Justin. What do you do with Corey Davis? I mean, it's been two games now in some good matchups without Rashard Matthews there, and he's been disappointing. And really, I don't put the blame on him. Again, I go back to Mariota here. Yeah, you got to lower expectations here. I do still think the potential for that breakout game is coming, but we haven't seen it. I think if Matthews gets back in the lineup, that could actually help everyone right. involved. We saw when both of them were in the lineup, it actually did kind of help them, help the offense as a whole. Um, so maybe if we get Matthews back, we'll, we'll see a little bit more from him. Um, but I don't feel comfortable having either of those guys in your lineup this week. You know, and, and Doxon is somebody you mentioned there. You know, we saw Josh Gordon come in against that tough secondary and use his talent to really overcome it. And we've talked about it before. Doxon has that kind of talent that can overcome it we're kind of getting to see down the stretch here if he can sort of come into his own and start to show that he is that wide receiver one, that he deserves to be the Redskins' top option. Um, this is going to be another, another good challenge for him. Hey, Jim, yeah. what's your thoughts there? I mean, Doxson is, is fine, but what's your thoughts on, on Corey Davis? Oh, you know, Corey, it's, hey, it's this guy's fault. He's face <laughs> down. Are. He's Marcus, still face Marcus. down. Mar yeah. No, he's, he's Marcus Mariota will stay face down for the rest of his life until he starts looking at Corey Davis. Until he, he realizes Corey Davis is his best weapon in the passing game, starts throwing in the daggone freaking ball. No, Marcus Mariota can stay there. Uh, he's lucky he's still on the shelf. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Lucky he's still on the shelf. If Mariota has a, like another disappointing season, like say next year. I mean, last year he showed some signs, and this year we, the leap, maybe we thought maybe a step forward. Brings in a couple more weapons. You know, Decker had been invisible. Davis we just you know talked about. Would they? You think maybe they go away from him after next season? Oh, not a chance. I think they would get rid of the coaching staff and bring in somebody else to see yeah. if they can re-energize him. I think that would be the the play. I don't think they'd be willing to go away from him that quickly. Okay. Yeah. There's something else we had a, a pretty good discussion on is Mariota's another year of this. We wonder, but 
probably that's the way they go. They spend a, a high draft pick on Mariota. Certainly, there's some talent. There's some frustrating. And Derrick Henry's going to have about 2,000 yards next season, so it'll be it'll be fine. And <laughs> half of them are going to come in the fourth quarter when the game is out of hand. Uh, D.D. Westbrook. I just want to get your thoughts on D.D. Jake, we we've been talking about him before the season started about potentially this time of the season maybe doing some damage for some people. Three games, 25 targets, 15 catches, 154 yards. Uh, what's your thought on, thoughts on D.D.? Maybe not this week, but somebody maybe in a 14-team league where people are starting this guy. Yeah, I could definitely see it, obviously. If he's in the top 50, that's yeah. start conversation even in 12-teams leagues because there's going to be a lot of these receivers that are owned. You're going to have a lot of these that are on teams' rosters that aren't even start-worthy for their team. So he's certainly in the conversation. I would still use him over Cole, but they've gotten Cole in the mix a lot too. And what it all really comes down to, as well as these playing, and I joked about with this somebody on Twitter, is like watch Blake Bortles win people fantasy championships like he did two years ago, is the way he's playing right now is made value out of Marquise Lee and D.D. Westbrook and this game as a whole. So... He'd be the next one up. I think that you just mentioned the numbers. Why? But the matchup's not great. The spec. Look, the Seahawks are are definitely down a lot of people where it's not a defense you need to be scared of, but it's still strong enough that it's not just, okay, go ahead and start everybody against them like the Buccaneers. Yeah, they still get some pressure off the quarterback. We know Bortles, you know, he may finish again as a top 10 quarterback, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> but that's not what he, he's going to be top 10 or he's going to be bottom five. That's Blake Bortles. <laughs> I, but have we seen the bottom five yet? I mean, he's been top 10 the past couple seasons despite completion percentages in the 50s. Oh, I meant like week to week. We've oh, seen week to week. Five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about just the end of the season. We may have to see this guy. So weird like Frank Gore situation where like Frank Gore ends up being like a top 20 right. fantasy back, but you never feel comfortable starting him any given week. Yeah, it's weird. Um, okay. And keep an eye out for Hearns too. Just yeah, uh, that's we don't know right. what his availability is going to be if he's going to come back here. So th- there is a chance at any point now that he gets back to practice and gets back in the field and that could throw a wrench in, in Westbrook. Yeah, that would make me like Westbrook a, a whole lot less. Are, are we bothering going a little bit deeper here? I, I think we're all right. Yeah, I don't think anybody's starting anybody lower than that. All right, well, let's... No, I'll give you one name out of this. If Rashard oh, Matthews yeah, we'll is out again, Eric Decker in the slot against the, the Cardinals. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just saying. I know, I'm just kidding. Right? If you're desperate. <laughs> and you could be. You really could be. Uh, okay, and you also could be really desperate at the tight end position. We already know Rob Gronkowski is not going to play, and Zach Ertz perhaps could sit this one out. Let's see your top ten tight ends. Yeah, I have Zach Ertz in there as of right now. I know he's in the race to beat the clock, but we'll see. So Travis Kelsey, Jimmy Graham, Ertz, Ingram, Delaney Walker, Hunter Henry, Jason Witten, Cameron Brait, Kyle Rudolph, and Jack Doyle. So Braid obviously is the, the interesting one. What he did in his first game with Winston, he had more yards than three games with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he got back into the end zone. Two touchdowns, six now on the season. Eight last year, a good matchup. The Lions have allowed three touchdowns to tight ends over the past couple weeks and you're happy because I mean you had a little side bet going solidifying on solidifying my side bet I got a little bit worried Brate. there just for a second that you're Howard scared, might, weren't you? that Howard might pass him but I just want to know what Bray did to Fitzpatrick to make Fitzpatrick just think he didn't exist at all they basically. both went to Harvard he didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> but the nightmare is over and Bray is uh, back to where he was you know he's not playing a full complement of snaps but he's still getting, uh, you know, a lot of lot of targets, and Winston obviously loves him, especially down by the red zone. Yeah, so especially, I, by yeah, I think I think he's fine to have in there as a, a top ten option. All right, you got Witten here against your Giants. You got Evan Ingram against Dallas. Ingram was great last week. Jake, a good call on that, thinking that he would be fine despite Geno Smith being the quarterback. We know Eli Manning is back there now. 
If Shepard doesn't play, I mean, would you put Walker perhaps over Ingram? I mean, you know, what's the perhaps? Just, no. <laughs> if if Shepard doesn't play, because Ingram's been bad in the two games without him. Evan Ingram's not going to be inside my top ten if okay. Shepard's not playing. All right, I didn't know if he would he would go that low for yeah. you. Right. It's it's a very it's a very simple. Just pretend Ryan Fitzpatrick's at quarterback with Cameron Braid. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that kind of effect. We'll get to a guy here in the next little range, but I just wanted to throw Trey Burton just because in case, I mean, Brate would be the guy. We'll get to a guy in, in just a second that I know you, you have pretty high, but Trey Burton, touchdown in a game without Ertz, and last week and just, you know, basically just playing the fourth quarter, he had seven targets and four catches. I know a lot of that was garbage time, but uh, he's had some okay games with Ertz silence. Just keep As keep Gronk that. owners are scrambling to right. find someone. Just yeah. keep that on, yeah. on your radar. Okay, let's see uh, 11 to 20. 11-20. You guys can check out the rest of the tight end rankings on uh, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network's page on YouTube, FNTSY Sports Network. Uh, they got 50,000 followers, so head over there and take a listen to that. We're absolutely getting it done, and we're going to come back and finish our Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the Fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo, this is the fantasy. 
Fantasy football, best friends forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and uh, we've got a couple minutes. Let's get the dramatic conclusion of these guys here. Um, I'll tell you what, we didn't think we had it, right? We got a, we got a little time. I'll give you a little dramatic Charles, conclusion. What if you're playing in an IDP league and he gets points for tackles? I mean, <laughs> is it the pick? You get the pick and the tackles? There you yeah. Go. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, good stuff there. You do have Greg Olson ranked, but he's not inside the top 20. So you're telling people if you have Olson, there's let's... no way I'm trusting Greg Olson if I don't have to. And look, he didn't make it through an entire game, missed last week. You're going to tell me in the fantasy playoffs you want to trust that? I'm going up against Greg Olson in, in, in the work league here. Good for you. <laughs> and I swear, if this guy goes off, I'm going to need Tick. I, I, and I'm an Ertz owner, and I picked up Anderson this morning, like a couple hours ago, thinking, wow, he's still there. And I'm looking at the guy who was playing Olsen against me. I, I, I'm telling people, I, you, I, we understand Olsen's upside, but you can't risk that, no, right? No, it's a tough matchup. And, and we already saw the chance of re-aggravating that injury and, and being sidelined for you know, most of the game. It's very, very real for Olsen, so it, you can't put him in your lineup. All right, that's it, unless there's another tight end, the hyphenated boys. No, I think we're set. No. Njoku is looking good, and maybe next year we'll see something from him, but uh, unless you're looking for a very, very deep option, I wouldn't put him in my lineup. Kaiser's going to go off this weekend, eh? No, he's not. All right, Jake, a pleasure. Good luck to everybody, whether it's getting into the playoffs in, in smaller formats. Maybe four teams make the playoffs. Maybe this is your first week of playoffs. Good luck. Uh, we hope that you win so you come back next week and watch us. Jake, good luck to you and all your leagues as well. Justin, you as well. Check the link. Get the shirt. Check the link for the <laughs> latest. This is Wednesday. We touch a lot of injury guys here. And you're right. If you want the T-shirt, let's go full screen again. You want the T-shirt? Here there you go. go. Check the link. There it is. Uh, oh, and get we didn't it even there. say it in the first show either, though, Chris. You're supposed to tell everybody to vote for me that I'm going to lose. I, I said it in the first show. That's right. No, I, say, I meant to say the first part of this show. The first part of this say. show. Well, let's tee it up. Tee it up. You're nominated. FSTA. You're two no, I, that's, that, that was enough. I'm not going to win. It is fun to bring it up just to bust my balls. All right. Uh, check the link. Order a shirt and vote for Jake. He's nominated for two awards. FSTA, Analyst of the Year, and Most Outstanding Social Media, uh, which is basically because of check the link. Enjoy week 14. Good luck. We'll see you next week. There are the guys. Absolutely getting it done. We'll take a quick break. And then, uh, when I say quick, like 23 hours. See you tomorrow night right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sakata. Out of here.
Does your fantasy team...